The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, that time of the week where we take two politicians from different ends of the political spectrum and try to find some common ground. So the aforementioned Regina Doherty, the Fine Gael Senator, and Mick Barry, the Socialist TD for Cork North Central, member of the Oireachtas Finance Committee, committee are both with me. I should talk about an issue financial, corporation tax. So one euro on every four that the government raises through taxation is now from corporation tax. And it has led some to suggest that maybe we should not kill the golden goose others to say listen there's plenty of money there we should be reaping the benefit look at Ryanair yesterday record profits for the first half of the year CRH only the month before profits up about 30% on the same time last year well Heather Laurie our own reporter has been out on the streets getting the take of the public whether corporation tax should be increased I would be of the opinion to absolutely not increase corporate tax because it's literally the only thing that's attracting companies to this get set up here. Like with Brexit, we're already less attracted to multinational companies because we don't have a direct lane route or route to Europe and have pretty much a whole country uh, in the way. So a few places will probably look to pull out anyways and move into Europe and get out of Ireland. But if we raise our corporate tax, I'd say so many more companies will leave Ireland and that's a huge threat to job losses. The places that are coming over, the big tech companies and stuff, they they owe like this country the money at this point like so yeah. Yeah, sure. Like low taxes are why we're so good for like pharma companies and IT companies. So like raising the taxes on them, it just it'd be less of an incentive for places to come here. So there'd be less companies, and if there's less companies, there's less jobs. All right, just some of the views in the street. Speaking to our own reporter Heather Laurie McBarry, should we raise corporation tax in this country? Uh, we should. Uh, and let, let's start by looking at what uh, is paid in corporation tax, OK? Uh, we can talk about um, 12.5% tax. We can talk about 15% tax. We can talk about going higher. But the rate at the moment that's being paid, and the latest stats we have, is from 2020. And the figure for 2020, hold on to your seats, is 6.1%. OK? Um, this country is... A tax haven. Uh, I suggest. I think Regina will will disagree with that, but I think it's pretty overwhelming. Um, there are academic papers that have been done on the issue of tax havens. Uh, the ten most cited in in the world, ten out of ten, say that Ireland is a tax haven. Uh, the European Parliament in twenty nineteen uh, voted by a margin of eight to one to say that Ireland is a tax haven. 6.1%. Now, there are record profits being made uh, by corporations. Um, What will it come in at at the end of the year? Um, It's going to top 250 billion. It could even top 300 billion. And we can talk about the rates uh, in a moment, but the idea that it's taxed at 6.1% when a low-paid worker on the lowest tax rate, is paying tax at a rate more than three times that. In my view, that's wrong. Is it wrong, Regina? So, no. So, we, I think it's a very simplistic way uh, that Mick has put it. Um, it's a far more complex issue than that. And so, you have to look at 
The 22 billion is what's probably going to be collected in corporation tax this year. That's four and a half grand per head of every single man, woman and child in this country. It's an enormous revenue stream for us. And it is up because of government policies over the last maybe 10 to 12 years. And so what government policy has tried to do is to create a competitive advantage uh, over and above the other nations that would be attractive to international investment. We are trying to fuel growth of companies so that they can have the profits to then reinvest in their own company and hence then in the people that they employ and the communities that they serve. Um, and I say it's up because when Fine Gael came into government um, in 2011, the tax take in 2012 was four billion. Uh, Richard Bruton then took over the Department of Enterprise and thankfully, because this has never happened in Ireland before, we had a jobs-led recovery that led to £8 billion in 2017, um, £11 billion in 2020 and now we have £22 billion. Um, and it's enormously uh, positive for us because it allows us not only to invest in our own uh, stock but it allows us to have a rainy day fund. Um, and whilst Mick is right in so far as that the baseline is different to the 12.5% growth that we talk about, mm. that's because we allow people to have incentives for... Um, giving uh, extra advantages to the staff that they have uh, with regard to medical insurance and stuff like that and, and sometimes um, their rent. But more importantly, what we do is we allow them to research and develop. And as long as they're innovating, then they're staying here. They're using our talent. Um, they're using um, the fact that Ireland is probably one of the most advantageous countries in Western Europe, not just because we have a great talent pool and because we are positioned where we are in Europe and obviously we speak English but because of that corporation tax. So that when you look at, for argument's sake, Northern Ireland, who has the same attributes as we do with regard to talent, with regard to English speaking and its position in Europe, mm. um, they only have 54,000 direct investment, foreign direct investment jobs in comparison to our 275,000. And that's because it's 50% less jobs, or a lot more than 50% less jobs, but their tax uh, is 50% higher than ours. And so all things being equal, the two parts of the country are exactly the same advantageous wise from talent pool, from positioning and from English speaking, except the fact that our corporation yeah, tax attracts but, major international investment that yeah, we do reap the benefits from. But the thing is, it's not a sustainable model. It's really not a sustainable model. So you've got a situation this year where 10% of the state's tax take is likely to come from 10 companies. All right. And it is a massive over-reliance. We saw what happened last week when uh, one... The Regina's party have acknowledged that. Mm -hmm. Pascal Donoghue is Minister for Finance. He said several times, he said it on this show several times. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but didn't, then... Didn't but, have you pegged for a blue shirt now, But then you have to now, follow Mick. through, Karen, and you have to change the model. So a bit about that in a moment. But just how over-reliant we are first. Last week, we had... Uh, or recently, we had a change in the ownership of one major corporation and Twitter fell into the hands of our friend Elon Musk, right? And Elon Musk locked out the workforce, sacked them by email, and even though he's a tech billionaire who has ambitions to go to Mars, etc., etc., in the 2020s, behaved very much like William Martin Murphy 100 years ago, all right? So we are at the whim of 10 companies there and there are things that can happen in other countries that will affect the model all right the reason it's going up to 15 percent 
is that other countries are el- elbowing in and saying, now Ireland has got an advantage over us. We're not going to allow that anymore. Mm. We've got midterm elections in the United States today. They may, we'll see, point towards the likelihood of a Republican House, uh, White House in 2024. They're going to toughen up on where the profits of American multinationals go. So I'll explain this a bit in a moment after maybe I pause to give Regina a chance to reply. But essentially my point is we need an alternative uh, economic and industrial model. And maybe I'll say a bit about that in a few minutes. So I'm I'm a little, um, I suppose, baffled because maybe it's not sustainable. And I I think you're correct in pointing out that Pascal Donner has said that having um, such a large amount coming from 10 companies is a risk. And it's a risk, obviously, the Department of Finance has to manage. Mm. He's also stated only in the last week that probably some six billion of what we're going to collect this year won't appear in next year's coffers. Um, But then we had some, you know, billions that appeared in last year's coffers that didn't appear this year. So the model is attracting people to come and companies to come. Um, But Mick's trying to seem to say that just because it isn't sustainable and we don't, you know, we shouldn't be over-aligned on 10, that we should tax them more just in case they go in the first place. You know, the only thing that that I know is is that when you tax more, something more, you get less of it. And the the example that I gave to you in Northern Ireland is probably true. Sure. So what my argument is, is that uh, this state's industrial policy goes back to 1958. Sean Lamasse opening up the economy, the IDA, etc., etc. Basically, uh, a decision was made by Fianna Fáil government at the time that the uh, capitalist class in Ireland uh, were uh, so weak that they weren't able to really develop a modern economy and you had to invite foreign capital in. If the over-reliance on foreign capital becomes unsustainable, right... I don't think you can go back to a situation where small and medium business in Ireland step up to the plate. There needs to be an alternative source of investment in jobs. I think that that has to come from the state. I think it needs to be state investment in industry, including, for example, green jobs, but also a big increase in services such as childcare, public transport, housing and so on. And the majority of the employment is based around that. I don't think... I, I just, but that I know you're, you're kind of kind of veering into the broader economic model there. But in terms of what we're talking about, are you suggesting that we pay for that transition by hiking the corporation tax on those ten companies, for example, that provide one euro on every sure. ten? What what I'm saying is that if you switch industrial policy so that uh, you break with the for profit model and you have state investment for the needs of people and society. All right? And okay. A break with... The, so tax them to the hilt and it doesn't matter if they go because we're going to have a new economic model anyway. Is so that it? What, what I'm saying, just to clarify, is that uh, in a situation such as that, right, the specific weight of foreign capital is far less in the economy. And the idea of, say, for example, a 25% tax rate... Uh, on on foreign investment because you're not overly reliant on it. Uh, And certainly the massive profits that are being made at the moment there, the state needs to be looking at taking a significantly higher share. So again, I go back to Northern Ireland where their rate is 19% in comparison to our 12.5% and they have a fraction of the jobs um, from foreign direct investment that we have in this country. We wouldn't need them. The state would give us all well, jobs. No, I don't know where Mick would be getting the money from the state, right? It's, it's a bit like himself and his, his colleague Paul Murphy. They want to nationalise everything from Dell to Twitter last week. Um, the thing about this is that when you look at the 10 companies or indeed the larger bulk of um, foreign direct investors that are in this country, 
they pay extremely well. They look after their employees to the main extremely well. The indirect jobs that support the economies and the communities that these companies, you know, have developed and created and sustained are paid really well. I don't, I'm not sure what Mick's comparison is or what he thinks is wrong with that because not only has it lifted the boats of the people who've managed to work for those and create and develop and innovate for those companies for the last 25 years, Ireland in itself has boat has been lifted. As I said to you, from 4 billion in 2012, which was probably a miracle after the amazing crash that we had in 2008, 2009, to 22 billion this year. And that's money that's sustainably reinvested on, in one-off projects. So that's not that we're putting it into our budget to say, oh God, we're going to get 22 billion next year and every year. We know that there's a risk to it. And that's why we're spending the money on one-off capital investment projects to lift Ireland Inc.'s boat so that we can have the services that Mick talks about with their revenue then from from the government purses to pay for the okay. civil servants, the public services. Don't think it's as black and white as what you're saying. The the idea that multinational corporations, uh, you know, pay high wages and treat workers well, well, they will pay higher than the average when it suits them to do so. But when it suits them to take a different tack, if it's in the interest of profit on their shareholders, they will take a different tack. I mean, we've seen job losses at Stripe in the last week or two. Uh, it looks like we're going to see possibly very heavy job losses uh, at Facebook uh, in the next week or two. And th- the craven approach, it is craven, that Fianna Fáil and Fine led governments have taken towards these corporations. I mean, the European Court of Justice is due to have some hearings Uh, late this year or early next year on the question of the Apple case and a final ruling next year. The idea that the state is lining up alongside Apple to say, no, we will not take that 14 billion that is owed to this country. Mm. They were taxed, what was it, Regina? You tell me how many zeros there were. 0.001% for a period of time. That craven approach has got to end. But that's why when you look at the model that Pascal as part of the Eurogroup and the OECD renegotiations the last number of years, we're now moving towards a fairer model whereby where profits are made in companies or countries by companies, the taxes of those profits should be paid to that country. That's the model we're going to. But I don't agree with me. 6.1%. The Fine Gael came into government in 2011. Our government policies were completely directed towards the creation of an economic, a stable economic environment because we had chaos for the previous couple of years. That environment was to be supportive of business business and we now find that Ireland is probably in the top five of you know most popular places for direct investment in Western Europe. That didn't happen by accident. Right. That happened by creating you know stable environments and by reinvesting the money from those companies that we're very lucky to have and the jobs that we're very lucky to have Trickle back into Irish society. Has come. So someday we will, reach, we will reach the mountaintop and we will see the common ground but not today. Regina Doherty, Mick Barry, I'll talk to both of you again at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.